Oh, welcome back to Trot's Life, our great mate from across the ditch. Some call him the magician. Garrick, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm not bad. Thanks, Tobes. Micro Wednesday, is it? Short and sharp version today? Oh, we've got a little bit more time than I thought. So we've got, uh, you know, seven or eight minutes here. So it's not too bad, but um, we'll give you a shot. I know you've had some shots lately at a few different things. So we'll give you a shot at it anyway. Uh, Menangle Saturday night's where I want to talk. Race five, number nine. And I hate the fact it's called It's Merlin. Let's just call him Merlin. That's his name. Uh, and I've given you a little list of five horses there as well. I want to hear about Merlin, and I want you to place him in the pecking order of past Chariots of Fire winners, please. Yeah, firstly, uh tend to agree with you, um, mm. purely because there was a unraced gelding in 1974 called Merlin mm. by Mulligan out of Bay Midge. 40, 50 years later, we're faced with this horse having its name unfairly and unnecessarily changed. It's Merlin. Um, yes, he's, um, I mean, the you Aussies will be familiar with Don't Stop Dreaming, obviously already. Yep. With his run in the uh, Hunter Cup, um, a few others. Him and Merlin have been having battles over here. They're, they're the two top dogs and now. Uh, just turned four-year-old crop, mm. and my gut, honestly, is that Don't Stop Dreaming is the better horse, but Merlin won both derbies and just won three-year-old of the year. That being said, not a heck of a lot in them in between them. So, I mean, if you put Don't Stop Dreaming in this field, how would you think he'd go? He'd be a short-price favourite and would probably win, I would think, if he was screwed down. Take a line through that. Merlin going to be very, very hard to beat. No disrespect to, you know, for real life, Earl of Pembroke, sure thing, Captain, you know, all the other nice horses in that race. This is, we know from, from his past history, uh, when New Zealand's best horses come over, and especially when Barry Purden brings over a good horse, you have to respect them. If anything beats him in that race, I think it'll be Captain Hammerhead from the pole, mate. I know. Uh, his figure form doesn't jump off the page, but it's ninth Eureka, fifth third Victoria Derby, fourth Bonanza. So when you say it like that, he's and before that he won the Singo and the Nutrient three-year-old. So he's the one from the pole that'll test Merwin if anyone tests him. He's the one. Now, just a quick question here. Help me out. So mm-hmm. is Frankie Ferocious uh, not eligible for this race because he won the Bonanza, so he's already yeah. qualified? For the charity, you, you you had to start me again, didn't you? I've gone on about this for ages. So he's not available, uh, uh, eligible because he won the Bonanza, and the first three in the what was it, the Robin Dundee uh, last yep. week? They're not eligible either because they finished top three in that race. Now imagine how good this would be if those four were in this race as well. And I suppose the opposite side to that is it had robbed four horses a chance of getting in the chariots. I can see that. But what, hmm. another thing that confuses me here, looking at the field, sooner the better is on an undercard race. He's not. He ran fourth last week. So in theory, he's the best of the rest that are still eligible. Why is he not on the power face Adios with his stablemate this week? Um, or are they banking on the fact that that fourth last week is going to be enough to get him in the field? Um, because I would have thought the whole... Oh, I know the purpose of him going over there was to try and qualify for the chariots. So... Anyway, that's a question for someone that earns more money than you and I. Um, must, but yeah, Merlin. Hmm? Uh, 
So horses which have qualified from the four-year-old Honda Grattan and the winner of the four-year-old Bonanza cannot nominate for the Paleface Odeus. The balance of the field will be selected from the finishing positions of the Paleface Odeus and Honda Grattan. So maybe the first four, they take the Bonanza winner in the first four of those other two races. So maybe he is through. Sooner the better. But that would only leave one other spot to be picked. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either that or they're, think, they're thinking, okay, well, they're going to take the first three from each each qualifier plus the Bonanza. That leaves three others. Surely they'll go with the two fourths. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that's their, maybe that's their reasoning. Um, dangerous game to play unless it's been spelled out clearly to them. But anyway, um, yeah, Merlin. He, he's not a horse that wins by a lot. He's not, his winning margins aren't brilliant. You know, he only fell in behind, ahead of Sooner the Better at Auckland a couple of weeks ago, one by nose. Um, but he just seems to find a way. So, well, yeah, uh, the, the wide draw, first look at Menangle, you know, negatives, of course, but yeah, he's he's top draw. Comparing him to some of those horses, I mean, you, sent, you sent me a note there with, with four other previous chariots winners. Yeah. Lazarus, Lazarus and Chris and me. Well, I mean, Lazarus, to my mind, is up there with Christian Cullen as the two best horses out of New Zealand in the past, I don't know, 50 years. Yep. I don't think anything compares to him. Chris and me, brilliant, brilliant horse. Merlin's got a wee way to go to catch up to him. Yeah. Sky Major, I think probably... I mean, Sky Major won three jewels and a chariots, but he didn't win a heck of a lot else. Yeah, yeah. Um, though he was beset by, I think, bleeding issues in the later part of his career. I would say my gut is Merlin's probably better than Sky Major already. Yep. Have faith in me. Well, have faith in me is another one. We, I mean, didn't he set the down under record, Australasian record for the mile there at one point? Um, I reckon you're right. Um, he was a wonderful horse, and then he got an injury and, and he got sold to America, and he was never the same ever again. But... Another one that just had freakish ability. So Merlin's probably only, if you, if you put him with those four, he's probably only ranked fourth at the moment. But okay, he's only early in his four-year-old career. So we'll, we'll wait and see how he develops. Um, yeah, just on a related note, his owner, Dean Shannon, and his trainers, Barry Bird and Scott Phelan, very active today and yesterday at the yelling sales. In good, Europe. good. And a, lot, a lot of Australian buyers, actually, a huge number. Yeah, seen over. Quite, quite, Seen Quite a drop-off in the local buying bench, but a big uptick. Uh, so, yeah, good uh, good relations between the two countries here. As always, you guys are sending a lot of money over into our coffers. Um, yeah, so Greg Bond from Perth was there on, on Monday buying a lot. Um, from I think I see LeVar Group. Is that Marg Lee? Yes. I, think I saw her. Yep. I saw them buy one this morning in Christchurch. And Justin Prentice is there. Barry Howlett from Perth. Yeah, it's quite a few. Um, so, yeah, obviously a real appetite for the Kiwi, the Kiwi birds from the, um, the Australian buyers. Oh, well, there always has been, Garrick. That's, <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> that is always been the case and always will be the case for whatever reason. Mate, uh, thanks so much for a quick, short summary. It was only Merlin that I found anyway, so uh, it was good to chat about him, and uh, we'll catch up again next week. Thanks, mate. See you then. There's Garrick Knight. Uh, always great to have him on.